I'm so excited to introduce to you today's guest, Amy Saunders, who is a life coach, a mom who used to be a weight loss coach too and works with women, helping them live and better lives beyond the scale. It doesn't just start with the scale to be healthy and happy. It starts beyond that. It starts in our head. It starts with how we talk to ourselves. So listen up. This is a good episode. And here in to all the relatables about how we beat ourselves up, how we sabotage our own success when we, the sky's the limits. Your happiness is unlimited. You don't need to feel guilty. You do need to take care of yourself and you do need to fill your own cup up in order to take care of others too. Okay, so today's guest is a super mom of seven kids and you've been certified and you've been helpful, like successfully working with mindset and life coaching on women. So Amy, you have a lot of experience, right? You've been doing this for 20 years now? Yes, I've been doing it a very long time. I don't know if you can call me super mom. I do have, <laughs> maybe I should just own it. I have three kids of my own and then I have four stepchildren. So there's seven kids in our family, which is a lot. It is. I'm a stepmom myself too. It is hard work. It's hard work. Yes. Yeah. Nice blended family though. Blended families. Yeah. So I do a lot of things. I've been in the, I've been helping people for over 20 years. It started as weight loss and like I taught fitness classes and I was personal trainer and I still do that. I still own a fitness and dance studio and, um, it was great, but it totally was always more about what was going on in their brain than it was like the weight wasn't coming off because of thoughts and processes that were really just beliefs. Right. So it got me so in, interested and invested in figuring out like why this woman loses weight so quick. This woman why doesn't, this woman seems happy. This woman, like there's stuff going on. You know, I'm like, there's so much more to this than just That's weight amazing. Loss. And I knew we were going to relate on a hundred different things, but right. I started the same way. I was working with women one-on-one. I was working seven days a week, trying to help as many people as I could. And I'm like, one hour on just the training isn't the picture. I can't help people in the most possible way to actually sustain it. Because what is the point? We all struggle with our weight and our health, right? And it affects your daily life when it catches up on you. So, so mom of seven children, you need to feel good to be able to keep up with that seven children and the housework and all of that. Right. And it starts with you fully taking care of yourself, the full picture, the full picture. And it's more than just the weight. And that's what I realized is these women need more, you know, they need help. Like there's the, the weight is actually just a symptom of what's going on. And so bonus that comes when you take care of yourself, you lose mm -hmm. the weight. It's not the focus. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's really where everything started for me. And then since then I've just been this, um, wellness and mindset coach. I also coach coaches. So it's just continually evolved and it's been a beautiful thing. Of course. Um, I told you, I do have seven kids. We do have two, uh, exes that we deal with 
And so there's a lot, right? There's a lot that we're dealing with every single day, but it's amazing and it's beautiful. And it has shaped me to be where I'm at, to be able to help other people the best that I can. It's so rewarding and it helps you improve on yourself as well while you're helping these women, because I am at a place where I'm always like trying to level myself up and I, I relate it to my business, but it's really just overall me as a person, right? It's putting a little bit more effort into the gym and being consistent there because that's going to allow me more concentration on my work. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that's another piece of being more happy and present with my children at the same time. Right. To keep up on all of it. Life is freaking busy. All of us. busy, Yes. And really we decide what's busy, right? We get to decide we get to decide what's important and what's not. And we get to decide whether we truly are busy because a lot of times we're doing busy type stuff, but they're not necessarily, it's not necessarily helping the end goal of deepening our relationships or having more self-love or building that business, like whatever it is that you're doing in your life right now, some of that busy work is not really like anything that needs to be happening, right? We create it. So we decide. It's busy work. Like we live in, it's, you can scroll through social media and there goes an hour. Watch TV. There's, it's easy to kill time, but like to get somewhere. And I find like with our world right now, it's it's also more difficult for women to have something that they're looking forward to right? Because there's not as many events with all the COVID restrictions, not as many people are traveling. And it's kind of a, keeps you a little bit stuck when you don't have that one thing that you're always working towards. Yeah. Right. So you have to seek now, okay, dig deeper. Honestly, I feel like I woke up when all this COVID mess happened because it was like, okay, now what's your excuse? (laughs) You're trapped in your house. You have time to do the workouts, to do the hard work that you've been putting off. Right. But sometimes, sometimes we also wait too long for (laughs) us to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what is it like there right now for you? So you're in Canada, I'm in America. Do you guys, are you guys pretty open now or is it still pretty locked down? We're still in stage four. So we have access to our gyms and our essential things, masks everywhere. Um, My kids just got back to school this week. So they were online learning for a little bit. Um, It's been a lot of obstacles, like constant hits, right? I feel like every time I'm like, oh, I'll finally get some more hours to work. Kids are going to be in school another pandemic, <laughs> another pandemic. I know a lot of, a lot of uh, memes were going around that this is 2022. <laughs> we have to do yeah. it all over. Yep. Yeah. And, exactly. and, but that's okay. Right. And that's one thing that I would love to share with your audience today is that mindset mindset is a popular word, right? A lot of people use, Oh, mindset means whatever. But if we can just simplify it and dumb it down, it's actually something that can totally help you in every aspect of your life. Because if you understand that your thoughts are usually lies, if we're being honest, 
it's the things we're telling ourselves between our ears, right? That does not mean they're true. No, but you're we're not. so cool with our words on ourselves. And as a mother, you understand this ourselves. We'd never say what we say to ourselves, to our kids, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. you're a failure. Oh, you're terrible at this. Constantly, we beat each other our, ourselves up and we begin <laughs> to believe that. But that's the problem, right? We begin yeah. to believe that. And that's where uh, we need to stop and reflect. So I like to think of my thoughts as like food on a platter. (laughs) There's a bunch of different food and I get to choose which one's going to work for me today, right? Work for me in this moment. And that's where things change because if you're focused so much on uh, whatever you're telling yourself is truth, you always act. So it starts with a thought, but that's your actions always stem from feelings. And you feel a certain way because of the thought, right? So if you have a thought that I'm not enough or that I just failed, you're going to have this feeling of failure come. And when that comes up, what are you doing? You're procrastinating. You're not doing the things that you absolutely want to be doing. You might be binging on Netflix. And Overwhelmed. At, yeah. But I also think that that's why our diet culture and our society has such a big gap. It seems like all the weight loss programs are like, okay, tomorrow you got to be perfect. Tomorrow you have to change everything. And then it kind of overwhelms people. Like they're, they're dreading it before they even start. Right. And they focus so much on what they can't have. They can't do. They gotta do. And like when I created my program, I was like, that's the first thing that needs to change. It needs to be a more gradual approach for people. And I wanted to shift their mindset of it. Like give your body more good foods. Don't think about all the things you can't have. Well, yeah, see, it's right there in the thoughts. It starts there. Yeah. Right. So like, if you, if you're focusing on what you can't have, you're just going to want it more. And if you're indulging, like if you're indulging in food or if you're indulging in emotions, whatever, like if you're indulging and you're trying to like, first of all, you just stay stuck. Right. But let's say that you are, um, you have an urge because we're relating to food right now. So you have an urge to eat something that is maybe not healthy. Chocolate. (laughs) Yeah, sure. You have an urge. You get to decide in that moment why, like you step back instead of just doing it. Cause that's like your body just on autopilot. I just pop the chocolate in my mouth. Like if you just stop for that one second and be like, what is this really really going on? Yeah. Yeah. And why do I have this urge? I'm going to resist this urge because it's like a muscle. The more you work the muscle, the stronger it's going to get. And the first time it's going to be really hard to resist that urge, but it's okay. Like you're just allowing it to be there, right? You're just like, it's okay. But all of it stems from those thoughts. You tell yourself you can't, you tell yourself that um, it's hard, like it's hard to lose weight. It's hard to eat healthy. It's hard to take time out for myself. If you're telling yourself it's hard, it's going to be hard. But if you tell yourself a different thought, that you can do it, it Mm -hmm. is possible. I love it. I love working out. I love giving myself time. I love putting good food in my body. Um, Through my fitness uh, background, I used to, I still do use the analogy. I end up working a lot more with women that just aren't about fitness, but I used to tell my clients if it grew in the ground and if it, or if it had a mom, you can eat it but nothing else, like because that just means that it's all organic, good, healthy food, right? Right. And that's what the majority of your diet should be, right? And that's the foods that you need foods that are going to make you feel good enough to go do those workouts, right? Not restrict and take out a full group of carbs. How, how that diet is even still 
out on the market kills me, but yeah, Yeah. you know, you got to take care of yourself. That's where it stems from. And I, with regards to understanding, like I wanted to stop you there with when you said, you know, it's, you stop when you have the urge or, you know, when you go to go eat and you're, you know, you got to address what's really deepening. Did you just eat two minutes ago? Cause you're not hungry, right? There's something else going on now. Obviously it could be out of habit. There's so many possible things and that lead to our overeating. You just don't know what foods are good for you. Um, but a lot of it relies on other stressors and things that are in our life that haven't been addressed, that have been tucked away. Right. Well, we think, we think that this food is going to make me happy. We think that once I get to this certain way, I'm going to be happy. Once I can fit in these jeans, I'm going to be happy. Once I look this way, I'm going to be happy because I'll attract the person I want into my life. Once that, you know, it's like this exterior, it's like this like striving thing for happiness when really like you have to actually find that now first. Yeah, it's the same. That urge isn't going to come up if you find that now first. It's the same reason why if somebody strives for, I need to lose 10 pounds and then I'll be happy with myself. They realize that they're at their 10 pound mark and they're still not happy with themselves because you need to love and appreciate that the person in you right now, that right now stage has to have the strength to get to the better version of yourself, but you can still love yourself in who you are right now too. Right. Well, you have to, you have to learn how to do it. Honestly, imperfectly too. like external things are going to make you happy. You legitimately will never be happy because you're going to keep chasing that carrot that you think might do the trick, but there is no trick. It's just legitimately. How are you thinking about yourself? What are you telling yourself? What are you doing that brings you joy today? I also talk about um, one thing that comes to my mind about joy is some people get to a place to where they like don't know they like don't know what they like, especially moms because we serve 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 all day long. We're giving to everybody else, and this is where I know we wanted to talk a little bit about people pleasing, but that's like you get so used to that. You say yes, you do the thing, you work in the community, you're on PTA. You are running the kids everywhere, right? You're, You're not doing sleeping at night. For- you don't have a minute to yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And then it comes to the end of the night and there's no, no time left. There's no time left, but you haven't done anything that really brings you joy. Exactly. You've just been like this hamster on a hamster wheel. And so one thing you can do is I tell my clients to make a list of over 20 things that are free that bring them joy. Now, if they can't get to 20 then it's going to take a minute. It might be some self-discovery, but you should come up with 20 things that bring you joy. It cannot be that you can do individually. It can't be, well, my kids bring me joy. I find joy hanging out with my partner. Like that's actually no, it's for yourself, you, only you. What do you, what can you do in your day? And then um, I also have to make another list of 20 more things that cost money that bring them joy. So free things and money things. And It's been interesting because people find themselves. Your past leaves clues. What did you love to do as a child? Once you understand these things and you start implementing them, 
whatever it is, whether it's weight loss or just straight mindsets, relationships, things start to fall in place and they start to work for you because you are, oh, I didn't say what you have to do with these lists. Every single day, you pick one item off the list and you do it for at least 22 minutes because that's enough time for your endorphin or your um, dopamine and everything to kick in to where it has a stimulation that helps you feel the happy hormones, right? All those endorphins and those happy hormones. So it's an easy thing, but as you tune in, you start doing that, you rediscover yourself. And you then that, that kind of builds momentum in other places too, right? Mm-hmm. The joy then gives you more, like your day bits happier. I actually just finished reading a book uh, called 4% about gaining that hour in your day. And it does go deep into the morning routine. And my goodness, I used to be asleep. And before I became a mom, I used to sleep in all the time. But now I I get up at 4.30 in the morning and that's my time for myself. It really gives, you know, I don't expect anybody listening to always get up at 4.30 in the morning and mornings aren't for everybody. But one hour to do a workout, prep some healthy meals, read a book, write a book, do something that's not serving other people because both me and you, we serve our kids, our husbands, right? We also serve so many women and that's powerful. It's rewarding. It's why we love what we do, but always giving out our energy to other people, you got to fill your own cup too, right? Yeah. You got to have to fill your own cup. And when you were younger, it was easier to do before you were married or before you had a partner or before you had children, it was easy to do on autopilot. You didn't think about it as much, but once right. life gets busy and you have more things sometimes, well, a lot of times, especially women, we tend to leave ourselves to the very end, the last, like, well, I will do this for me when I get all of this other X, Y, Z stuff done. So it never happens. Yeah. Yeah. I always say that too. It's, you know, we're constantly putting ourselves on the bottom of our priority list and it, that's where the, the guilt comes in though. Mom guilt and everybody experiences guilt, right? It's like, oh, I can't take an hour to go work out or a half hour for myself or, you know, but that half hour actually makes you happier hormones. It makes you a happier person. It gives you more energy to then go give to your kids or your clients or your loved ones. You feel better, right? And like, honestly, this whole mom guilt thing, I think is ridiculous (laughs) because I would say if you are a woman who is listening, who has any kind of mom guilt, I would also say that you probably care about your kids. Otherwise you wouldn't have the guilt. Exactly. Yeah. You love and care about your kids. And so, oh no. And you feel like you're not doing enough. You are doing enough. You are doing the best you can with what you have. And that is enough. Your kids are going to be fine. They are resilient and they will be fine and you will be fine. But this whole like mom guilt thing, that's again, where is it stemming from? It's the thoughts you're telling yourself in your head about yourself and about what you should and should not do. That's people pleasing, right? And whenever you have the word, yeah. yeah, whenever you have the word have to in your head, I have to do this. 
I want you to get very spidey and I want you to really think about it. And I want you to question it because technically you don't have to do anything. Technically, you don't even have to take care of your kids. A lot of you right now are like, oh my gosh, yes, I do. I have to take care of my kids. No, you actually don't. Like you could have someone else take care of your kids. You could not take care of your kids at all and they would die, but you're choosing to take care of them because you love them. You are choosing to be busy. If you're really feeling like you're really busy, like everything that you're doing in your life is a choice, but it's because of love, right? You love your kids. You're going to take care of your kids. You're going to feed your kids. It's you the love good reasons. Things. Exactly. And I, I love that analogy because I find we always go to one stream or another. We just talked about how we go to the extreme of we have to be perfect or we won't reach the weight loss goals, or we have to be perfect or we won't be happy. Those extremes. But I love that analogy because it's the same way we kind of beat ourselves up and get overwhelmed with, you know, oh, I missed a workout. Well, who cares, right? Like worst case scenario, you miss another workout. So basically anything you do besides that is progress, right? And give yourself some grace because I would argue that the majority of women and men, I would argue that the majority of people as a whole are good. And they want good. You know, you have some people that maybe are outliers, but overall we are doing the best we can with what we have with the experiences that we've been given. Now we can change that again through how we're talking to ourselves, how we're thinking about our relationships, how we are showing up, but you have to give yourself grace because grace, like Nobody is perfect. And that's actually a beautiful thing. And it's part of the human experience. Life is supposed to be up and down. That is what we are here to experience. So if you miss a workout, who cares? It's okay. Tomorrow's another day. If you have a killer workout the next day, pat yourself on the back, but it's about understanding that you're worthy. You came worthy. The second you were born, you had everything that you needed to be worthy. You were born worthy, just like your dog that does literally nothing inside your house and just sits there. You and love that dog. Love. Than yeah. He's worthy. Right. And we're, we're also special. Like the, how we were here, how the circumstances that have led you to where you are today. We all have stuff that we wish we didn't do time. We didn't wish we, you know, didn't waste, but everybody has the power to change their next meal, their next choice, the next way they go into thinking something about something, right? Mm -hmm. Their perspective of, you know what? It doesn't have to be perfect, but you can definitely make progress. You can definitely build momentum, right? And even with all the crazy obstacles, even all this COVID still throwing us curveballs, you can still deal with them. And I love that you mentioned that about you know, it's the ups and downs. Another previous episode was um, riding the waves and it's talking about how like the goal isn't to ever just be perfect and linear. That's never happening, right? It's just to make a progress so that, you know, when obstacles are thrown away, that you're in a healthier place mentally and physically and in your life that you can handle the obstacles that are thrown your way. You don't get derailed. Your whole daily life isn't ruined because you're stronger mentally, physically, yep. overall. Exactly. exactly. I actually was a, um, I was a speaker. What am I saying? Not speaker. I was uh, interviewed on a previous podcast today, actually. It happened today. And 
she has been doing a lot of her own mental work and she's the coach herself. But anyway, once the podcast was done, she sent me a voice message saying, I think I'm going to cry because it's not here. It's like, it showed that it was being recorded. And then it literally is like, I don't know. It went into cyberspace somewhere. It's gone. Anyway, my whole point is she said, oh my gosh, a year ago, this would have about killed me. I'm sad that it, we had an awesome episode. So she's like, I'm sad it's gone. She's like, but I can handle this. I'm not going to let this derail my day. I'm not going to let this derail my weekend. She's going out with some friends this weekend because we can, we can re-record if we need to, you know, right. Like, right. There's always a choice. You can always look at something like something bad that happens in your life and you can choose to be the victim or you can choose to be the hero of your story. And it's also just a chapter, right? So it's just like doing one thing every single day. That's maybe just a little bit better than yesterday. And if you like fall off the handle, it's okay. It's totally fine. You're allowed to take steps backwards, right? Cause you can't right. always be taking them forward. Right? right. Yeah. And yeah, you're totally right on all of that. It's, um, it's about progress, right? It's about just working towards health happier, healthier version of yourself, right? In whatever shape or form that means, right? It's hard to work towards, it's hard to work towards. I love that actually about the perspective of you're losing your podcast because I can kind of relate on that totally. I'm like, right. Like we, we all have podcasts. We don't want, we, especially when it was like, it was super powerful recording. So of course she wants that, but I'm like, guess what? Maybe like I'm willing to do it again. We're going to do it again. It's going to be okay. Maybe but it's going to be better. Maybe it's supposed to be even better, right? Yeah. No, no. I mean, it legit was recorded. We both saw it, and it's like in sp- cyberspace. Like even the company that it was hosted on doesn't know where that thing went. But we both saw record. We both ended. You know, so it's really crazy. But it's the perception of what's happening in your life. Like you can't when there's change. an obstacle, yeah. right? When there's an obstacle, and it's like is that really that big of a deal? No. What is the worst that can happen? Like, even if you're doing something hard, so say something's a little scary for you, maybe, maybe it's like going back to the gym because you don't look the same as you did back when you were going to the gym regularly. Right. Yeah. And you walk into that gym, like it's really scary because you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm 15 pounds heavier. People are going to think I'm such like a fatty or whatever's going on. Right. Yeah. You walk through that fear and inside the gym, is an old friend you haven't seen forever and you're able to do cardio together. I mean, I just was making something crazy up, but you just don't know. You, everything happens for a reason. And you might not know. Cause when things bad happen, you're like, I don't know what this reason is. You don't see what that is happening. Mm-hmm. And I have been through hard stages after I was working with women one-on-one. I was questioning whether I was capable of doing this. I was really lost and stuck in trying to get my business going. Right. And all of those steps and all of those things that I was always saying, you know, I wish I could go back and change da 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 da, led me to meet my fiance. They led me to the man who encouraged me to get back and try this business again, the second time. Like you don't know what this, you know, what that testing period is for you at the time. Cause it's hard, right? It's hard to see past it. Right. Cause all you see is what's going on right in front of your face, but it's a journey. Life is a journey and life has ups and downs. 
people think we're supposed to be happy all the time. They chase happiness, but we're actually not. We're not supposed to be happy all the time because then we wouldn't understand what How good it feels. Joy is, it's, right? We're supposed to experience both. That is a thing. We're also on a journey. And it's a beautiful journey. My life has had so many crazy hiccups. Let's be honest. We have, like, we are a blended family, right? There's hard, absolutely hard, right? But like, we, my first five years of my second marriage, we had five lawsuits, five. It was one lawsuit a year that lasted almost a year. So by the time we would finish that, we would would start again. (laughs) And it was like a nightmare, but I loved my husband and it was, yes, we were not the ones creating these lawsuits. This is us going through them because um, our exes were suing us, which was unfortunate, but it was just what it was, right? It was a very hard time. However, I am now able to help people on such a deeper level and because be able of to those offer coaching yes. services on such a more empathetic level than I was before I went through those. And we are so much better on the other side of it, but everything was stressful, right? I was like, what am I even doing here? Peace In out. the time yeah. it didn't yes. feel like it was a good thing and it, but it's built your relationship to be stronger, right? And it's built you to become stronger, which has also allowed you to help and impact other people in a more stronger way. I feel the exact same way. It's crazy because So many hard things have happened to me, again, that I wish didn't happen, but they've built, you know, willpower, um, consistency, so many good things that have shaped me to become who I am. You know, type, I'm type one diabetic. That's, it's unfortunate. (laughs) It's a really difficult disease to manage. And I was diagnosed at 16 years old, but I don't think I would also be able to understand and relate and have built the program and, you know, understand women's struggles as much as I have, if I also didn't deal with this in my day-to-day too. Yeah. There's always experiences, but, but we get to choose, right? We get to choose how we look at them. We can choose to look at them and, oh, this is happening to me, or you can look at it and say, this is happening for me. What am I going to learn from this? And I am going to get over it. I mean, we're so resilient. So every challenge that you're going through, whether it is physical health, mental health, relationship health, whatever, like there's always, it always ends the problem. You get over it. We're resilient, but we get to decide how we get past it, right? We get to decide if this lifts us up and builds us like a stronger house, or if we decide to crumble and let it happened to us. And now we're the victim. I'm a huge advocate of like, you get to be the hero of your own story. You get to write your own story. You get to be whatever you you choose, how you deal with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You get to be the one who decides like, it's going to happen no matter what, like with the podcast again, with that being deleted, it's done. It's, it's super unfortunate. I've lost many videos, but you know, you get to decide, are you going to what can you do about it? You can just plan the next one to get recorded or, you know, family things happen. You have to get through it in some way. Are you going to choose to do it with, you know, eating and laying around and quitting and shutting down, which is going to make next week harder? Or are you going to do the best you can and, you know, yeah, eat a little bit extra, but try to go get some exercise and do things that are making tomorrow, making the situation better rather than harder, you know, harder and more of a struggle. 
I love to, to explain that to my clients too, about how it's more than just, you know, you're working towards a goal. And sometimes we get in that tunnel vision and we get stuck in the goal or we get stuck in, I'll be happy if, or we get stuck in looking at other, what other things make, maybe make other people happy, but we're allowed to be selfish, you know, guilt-free. We're allowed to take care of ourselves because that's the only person that really matters, right? If you want to be able to help others, if you want to be able to keep taking care of your kids in your best most healthiest way mentally too, right? It starts with you taking care of yourself. Take care of yourself and it's okay. And everyone, like you're okay when your kids take care of themselves. You're okay when your spouse or husband or partner takes care of themselves. You're okay. Well, if you're not okay, you need to really question it. Like what's going on in your head? (laughs) You have a manual. I talk about a manual where you've like scripted how you expect other people to behave and what they're supposed to do. Then yeah, that we need to retalk and rethink this, but it's okay. Like to give yourself that time and that compassion and that love. And as you do, you'll find your happiness here now, instead of chasing what you think is going to bring you happiness, because it starts here and it starts now. You can't chase it because otherwise you just keep chasing. I'm finishing it off there. That's solid. Um, happiness now is everything, right? It's no, it doesn't matter what size we are. You know, yes, it matters if you're healthy and you're taking care of yourself, but it goes so much beyond the scale. It starts in your head. It starts with your daily actions. Show starts with you showing up for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. Happiness now is you not having doubts in your abilities, not feeling guilt for taking care of yourself and doing things that do bring you joy and do bring you happiness. Mm -hmm. You got to keep doing those. That's the only way we're going to deal with all the obstacles that we have no idea are coming that we can't predict. Yeah. And most of them you can't, right? Otherwise our life would be pretty easy, (laughs) but they're beautiful. I want you guys to look at your obstacles as things that you can achieve and that you're resilient. You're going to get past them because there's just a learning experience. And and with every obstacle, there is something to learn. There's an absolutely an opportunity or something to, to help you grow further from the obstacles that we're faced with, right? Exactly. And there is possibility for, happiness. There's possibility for happier you progress, all of that, right? Growth. Yes. That's what life is about. It's about growing. It's about little by little becoming a better version of yourself so that you can then in turn serve other people. Yeah. Okay. So I think we'll finish the episode there, Amy. Um, what do you want to just say one last message to our audience about, with starting, I know we talk so much about happiness and we talk so much about the mindset and just taking care of ourselves. What would be your best tip to give to a woman who is struggling with taking care of themselves, keeping up with all our craziness and obstacles and to-do list that doesn't end? Yeah, uh, my what I would say is that one, you need to get very aware and pause 
about what's going on in your head. Like you have to stop. And it, it, it is like a muscle. You have to keep training yourself to stop in your tracks. If you're feeling down on yourself, if you're sad, if you're overwhelmed, if you are struggling, you need to ask yourself why, because it's probably 99% of the time what you're telling yourself you can't do. I I'm working too much. I have too much on my plate. I can't dot, dot, dot. Right. It's like, I'm not being a good mom. Well, who says that? Probably you're the only one saying that, right? So just get very, very curious about the voices that are going on in your head and start to look at them like options. Do I really want to take this on? Do I really want to decide that this is true because it's a choice? Whatever is being said in your head and also what's being said to you by other people, it is only true and it's only a real belief when you decide that it is. And so you don't have to believe any of it. And you can retrain yourself to think differently, to show up differently, to be the person that you are truly meant to be. I think that women have a lot that they can do in this world, but we need to show up a hundred percent or a hundred percent as ourselves, like our best selves. And the way we do that is by being authentic and is by, and, and also by just like truly loving ourselves, but it's what you're telling yourself that is that going instead to of that ceiling. It's almost like, you know, there's not a cap, like you can take care of yourself. You can feel better than you've ever felt before. Mm-hmm. It just starts with you continuously putting in more effort, change, you know, doing things that are hard, right? Uncomfortable most often. Yeah. Step into discomfort. If it's just like, if it's not comfortable, you're doing a good job today. That's what I like to tell my clients. If you are uncomfortable, great. This is great. It means that you're happening. Yeah. Things are happening. Yeah. It's you're uncomfortable because the workout's super hard or you're uncomfortable because you just tried something new. Being in discomfort is what brings real change and what sculpts you to be the person that you're meant to be here on this earth anyway. So and what brings you joy too, right? Sometimes you totally do things that are scary and you fail, but you learn something from it. Other mm-hmm. times you do them and they're really freaking awesome, right? You meet somebody new, you connect and do something you never thought you could do, which then leads to other steps and other progress from that. But you don't know until you try. You don't exactly. know until you take the step. Exactly. Right. So take the step and continue to work on yourself. Continue to work towards the happiness, the joy that you deserve. You don't need to listen to yourself, the only person who's letting you think otherwise. Right. Thank you yep. so much, Amy. So happy You're to welcome. have had you. We will hey. definitely be doing a follow up episode for sure. Great. Thank you for having me on. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please, if there's a friend or family member that you know who would benefit from hearing this message, please share it with them or write a review, send me a private message. I would love to hear how it inspired you to take some action, to keep moving forward and to give a bit more effort each day because progress is so much greater than aiming for perfection and healthy means so much more than the number on the scale. So take it one day at a time, give a little bit more effort and
and just keep moving forward. You got this. 